What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Taco Tuesday, August 11th. Here's what you missed while you were trying to figure out what the heck a neck gaiter is and if that's what your mask is made of. All right, we start with a late-breaking story from yesterday. Right as we published, the president was given his daily briefing when he actually had to be rushed out of the press room and into the Oval Office, or possibly a bunker. It's hard to know when he's telling the truth. Apparently, there was a shooting right outside the White House. According to the Secret Service statement, quote, the man allegedly approached a Secret Service uniformed officer standing post about a block from the White House grounds, telling the officer that he had a weapon. The suspect then turned around, ran aggressively towards the officer, and in a drawing motion, withdrew an object from his clothing, the agency said. He then crouched into a shooter's stance, as if about to fire a weapon. The Secret Service officer discharged his weapon, striking the individual in the torso. No firearm was found on the suspect, said a law enforcement official who is not authorized to comment publicly, end quote. The Secret Service is investigating the incident both the officer and the suspect were injured and transferred to local hospitals. No update yet, though, on the extent of the injuries. Trump himself seemed mostly fine with how things played out. Not sure if he's just playing the tough guy or he really never felt threatened at all. But it was still crazy to see Trump rushed out of the press room that way. No idea the motives behind this alleged attack either, but we'll update you if anything comes of this. In other breaking news, this morning, Russia told the world it had approved the very first Rona vaccine, even though they only tested on humans for less than two months, and they haven't even finished final trials, but Putin granted approval regardless. Of course, the experts are looking at this quote-unquote Sputnik 5 vaccine, that's what they're naming it after the world's first satellite launched by the Soviet Union. They're looking at it with a lot of skepticism, quote, only about 10% of clinical trials are successful and some scientists fear Moscow may be putting national prestige before safety. Putin and other officials have said it is completely safe. The president said one of his daughters had taken it as a volunteer and felt good afterward. I know that it works quite effectively, forms strong immunity, and I repeat it has passed all the necessary checks, Putin told a government meeting, end quote. Of course, just because they announced first doesn't mean it'll actually be reaching the hard-hit country of Russia anytime soon. They don't expect to hit mass production until the end of the year. They'll start with medical personnel, then teachers who volunteer in September. By the way, they completely skipped the phase three portion of the trial, so yeah, I wouldn't be lining up to get one of these unless you love the possibility of growing a third eye and maybe even gaining some telepathic extrasensory perception. Wait a minute, is this the Weapon X program? Okay, never mind. sign me up. Belarus had their national elections earlier this week, and apparently it didn't go so well. Get prepared for our November, but good God, I hope it doesn't get this far here. This is what happened. The current Belarusian president, the controversial Alexander Lukashenko, who's been president for 26 years, was facing the husband of Svetlana, and I'm going to mess this up, Tikhonovskia, but they locked him up, so she stepped in for the ticket. After the the exit polls were released, it showed that Lukashenko had won with over 80% of the total and Svetlana getting only 10%, which seemed 
seems suspect. I mean, there's a reason this guy's nickname is Europe's last dictator. Well, after those numbers came out, so did the protesters. And it got so wild with security forces coming in and cracking down on these protests that she actually had to dip from the country and she left to Lithuania. I mean, they were probably going to come for her next. Quote, Tikhanovskaya's campaign and independent observers say the vote was marred with widespread ballot stuffing and falsification. The independent monitoring group Honest People said at Tikhanovskaya's news conference that according to its data, she had won in at least 80 polling stations across Belarus. End quote. So yeah, she left, but it looks like she might have actually even been forced out. She even recorded this sketchy video that basically conceded the victory to Lukashenko, contrary to what she'd been saying just hours before. Which, by the way, is right before she happened to spend multiple hours by herself in the Commission for Elections while she was filing her complaint. Also, nine people from her campaign have already been arrested. They've even completely shut down the internet at times to prevent more protests. Quote, analysts said the levels of police violence against protesters was unprecedented. They have used water guns, stun grenades, rubber bullets, tear gas. I think the response by the police is to cause some casualties, such as injuries, which would demotivate a lot of people from attending the protest. End quote. Hmm. Sounds like a familiar tactic. Portland, anyone? I'm seriously scared for this November. Add in the concern over absentee ballots, and it could be a long month in the U.S. as well. Speaking of ballots, and no, we're not talking about mail-in ballots like the Presidente likes to call them. By the way, those are just absentee ballots, but don't tell him. How about those Puerto Rico primaries? They had an issue with just getting the actual physical paper ballots to the polling places. By early afternoon on the day of the primary, only a handful of places had actually received their ballots, so they had to delay the vote, moving it again from this past Sunday to next Sunday, but only in the precincts where there was a ballot shortage. Quote, the unprecedented situation creates a legal gray area. Ergaldo Roman, president of the Bar Association of Puerto Rico, told the Associated Press, what happens to people who showed up at a polling place with no ballots and went home never learning that their precinct had eventually opened. It's a scenario the law never anticipated, he told the wire service. Roman told AP this was the worst electoral experience in the history of Puerto Rico, end quote, and it's currently unclear what the heck just happened. There's lots of finger pointing all around, whether there was enough funding, whether the ballots were sent to the right places. It's just another example of the chaos that is hitting elections in the U.S. currently. And when it comes to the absentee voting in Puerto Rico, just like in many states, absentee voting is only offered to those with an excuse for why they cannot vote in person, which is why voters there had very little choice but to go to the polls in person. Although I would consider a pandemic a good enough excuse, but once again, damn it, November. You're supposed to be my birthday month filled with celebrations. Johnny Fest. I just might be more anxious about this year than the last time around. And 
And finally, I just wanted to give you a quick update on the TikTok situation. I failed to mention it yesterday, but on Friday, President Trump went ahead with his decision and signed an executive order effectively giving American companies 45 days to stop doing business with ByteDance, the owner of TikTok, as well as Tencent, which is kind of the bigger news here. Since the president can't actually ban an app, what he's done is make it so that no business can host the app. But people also can't work for these apps either. So Google and Apple would have to take these apps off of their stores globally. ByteDance really only has TikTok as a powerhouse. If they end up selling it to Microsoft, or we also learned that Twitter is interested as well, it could save the platform. But at what cost? Estimates for what TikTok is worth range wildly, anywhere from 15 to $50 billion, which is more than what Twitter is even worth. So I don't know how that's going to work. But again, the bigger deal here is Tencent. See, if you're unfamiliar, they own WeChat, which pretty much all of China lives on. It's a social network app. It's also a chat app. It's also a payment service, food delivery. Listen, pretty much everything in China is done through the WeChat chat app. They don't care what phone they have as long as WeChat is on there. And if Google and Apple have to remove WeChat from their devices, it's going to crush their sales in China. Not to mention that Tencent owns a stake in Epic Games, in Riot Games, and a couple of other mobile gaming platforms. Shoot, they make both the PUBG and Fortnite mobile versions of the app. They even own the insanely popular League of Legends, where like an entire esports league is built off of. Although currently the Secretary of Commerce is saying only the WeChat app is going to be affected and not the video games, which is probably going to be hard to figure it out. I, I guess we'll have to see what comes of that. And the text of what they're complaining about, TikTok and WeChat, just makes no sense. So TikTok is expecting to file a lawsuit as early as today against the administration, stating, quote, the text of the decision makes it plain that there has been a reliance on unnamed reports with no citations, fears that the app may be used for misinformation campaigns with no substantiation of such fears and concerns about the collection of data that is industry standard for thousands of mobile apps around the world, end quote. And that's really where they get me with this because honestly, it's impossible for TikTok to get any information from you that you haven't already given to Telegram, Spotify, hell, even Angry Birds. These are all apps that are made outside of the US. I highly encourage you to read the article linked in the show notes to get a better understanding of all the legal implications here but i honestly have a feeling this is not the last time i'll be featuring a story on this well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day but again, as always, here's some bonus news for those of you that stick around. Uh, looks like a 23-year-old kid out of California won the PGA Championship this past weekend, Colin Morikawa. The same exact age as Tiger Woods was when he won his first championship. So it looks like a new star in the world of golf is on the rise. Also, if you have a chance, check the link in the show note for George Conway's op-ed in the Washington Post. It's really great. I mean, it's called I Still Believe and Believe in the President. And as you read it, you will know why he says it. George Conway, by the way, is the famous husband of Kellyanne Conway, who really dislikes the president. And kind of moving to things that the president does like, it looks like he still likes Tom Brady and he's rooting for the Bucks. So, 
Uh, here's a story. Kane Brown, the country singer, got lost on his own 30-acre property in Nashville. Ain't that some shit? Have a property so large, he just bought it, so he's not familiar with it, and he got lost in the forest. That's wild. And, and finally, one more Trump story. It, he said yesterday that he's going to be accepting his nomination either at the White House or at Gettysburg, which, like, what the fuck? Dude, I, I can't think of a possibly worse idea. Gettysburg? You're already being associated with all this Confederate stuff, and now you want to have your acceptance speech where you're politicizing yourself in front of the cemetery of thousands of Americans that, that fought for the separate... I just... I don't get it. Why? I cannot possibly think of a worse idea except re-electing him. So don't do it. I mean, make your own opinions. But in my opinion, don't do it. Anyways, as always, my people, those are my top five stories. Remember, for the rest of this week, stay focused, stay proud, stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with Quest. I got you with the news.